Hello, everybody, and welcome back to A Look Inside My Soul. Happy long weekend to all of the Canadians listening. Hope everyone gets a chance to relax this weekend, enjoy the nice weather. So for this episode, I'm going to try my best to keep it a little shorter than last week's. I know it was really long, but it was filled with a lot of personal experiences, so I wanted to make sure I got in as much as possible. This week, we're going to be talking about psychic abilities and what psychic abilities actually mean um, in like a spiritual sense, like spiritual terms and not just what you see on social media or like movies, kind of like what stereotypes really are to being psychic and stuff like that. So in the last episode, I said that, yes, I'm psychic, um, but I didn't want to go into detail just because there's so much to be said about it. So to start, I do want to say that everybody is psychic, like you, everyone has these abilities. It's just kind of a matter of when or how or why they awaken in certain people um it it's it's also a matter of tapping into your abilities so if you're just living your life unaware of like the spiritual community and everything that has to do with uh being psychic uh, spiritual stuff just anything to do with that if you're not aware if you're not educated if you're not really pursuing anything you're not going to be able to tap into your abilities the way someone who's more dedicated to them are even some like professional I guess psychics um they don't stick to their practice or they don't put in as much effort as other psychics so those psychics kind of fall short compared to other ones so in terms of when um like you get your abilities it's more so at like what period in your life and also what lifetime because for a lot of people like you can live multiple lifetimes and you won't be psychic in any of them but then in this one for some reason you will be and there's always going to be like a reason behind that so with being psychic and having Uh, access to different abilities it's different for everybody but a big part of it is like working through the different lifetimes that you experience and in each lifetime there's like one really big lesson that you kind of have to overcome or learn so that in the next lifetime you overcome come it quickly and then you learn a new lesson and each time it kind of teaches you something new that brings you more in tune with your abilities and kind of like the whole experience of living life um in terms of like science there's um this part in your brain it's called the penile gland and it's essentially like your third eye it looks like an eye and like that's the part of the brain that controls a lot of stuff that has to do with spirituality even though like psychic abilities are mostly to do with like your soul and like your spiritual side it's still connected to your spiritual body So, with your penile gland, people often talk about, like, opening your third eye or having, like, a spiritual awakening and, like, that's kind of a part of it. So, it's kind of clearing that out and opening your third eye. It's not, like, something serious where you literally have to go in and, like, clean out your penile gland, but it's uh, more so to do with the way that you control your energy 
and how your energy source is affecting you. So if your energy source is like really low and you're constantly negative and stuff like that, you'll be blocking your penile gland more opposed to someone who's more like uplifting and positive. So you always want your energy and like your vibration to be on a higher level because that's at that level where you're able to uh, like tap into your psychic abilities and just have a better view on life, I guess, and just things that happen in your life. That's also a big part of it, being able to see things from a different perspective and kind of opening up to the idea of what it really means to like live life and just be supportive of yourself and everything that you're going through. A lot of times with spiritual awakenings, it's it's a very specific time in your life. So everything like happens for a reason and spiritual awakenings happen for very, very specific reasons. So a lot of people say that like whenever you go through a spiritual awakening or a spiritual journey, it's because you go through something um, like very traumatizing or very uh, like life changing. So for me, it was uh, my cousin passing that was a big deal for me and then I was also dealing with other stuff at that time I was like really stressed so everything at once kind of like set me off and then from that point in my life for some reason that's what triggered it but for other people big things like losing a job or um, losing family members even like really bad breakups stuff like that can really trigger people into going like this and just diving into spirituality I think uh, a lot of people have actually gone into spirituality later in life. Like in this lifetime, people have just gone into it later in life. And a lot of people my age, like 18, 19, 20, a lot of people are getting more into it now um, just because we've had to deal with so many things over the last two years with COVID and everything. And a pandemic is definitely something that's considered like a traumatic or really unexpected experience. And also it did become sort of like a trend on social media and stuff. But you can, if you really look at someone, you can pick apart like who's really into it and who just kind of went into it for the aesthetic and now they're bored of it because there's like a new trend or whatever it is. In terms of the pandemic, of course the pandemic affected everybody, but certain people suffered more from the pandemic. Either you lost a loved one from the pandemic or just uh, mental health especially. Just small things like that really trigger people into going into those dark places where somehow they come out into this light place and being able to go on into their spiritual journey. Another really big factor is trauma. So like past, present trauma. Um, Even if you aren't aware of spirituality, like in the moment, that trauma is something that can like fuel uh, towards like your awakening. And you will have to work out either um, before or after your spiritual journey or not after, but during your spiritual journey, all of that trauma, because you have to work on your shadow self. And that shadow self is usually not necessarily the negative things, but think of it as like the ego side of you. So the things that maybe aren't so pretty and so nice. 
and shadow work is super important because without those breakthroughs you can't really get through the process of spirituality properly so it's harder to get through your abilities and honestly shadow work is just it's like therapy on yourself it's much needed it's really good for you even if you don't end up going into spirituality super helpful but it's definitely a necessity a lot of spirituality um, like ideas or methods stuff like that it's all about figuring out who you are and uh, what you're capable of so like working through the little things so that you can get to this one big thing that you're capable of even if it doesn't have to do with psychic abilities it's about working through those little things and just going on your journey and achieving what you need to achieve in this lifetime a lot of times people will get stuck um, on a certain challenge or a certain um, aspect of their life and it just drags on for no reason when they could just do the one thing that'll fix it and then be able to move on with their life and grow so that way in the next life um, they also get to expand their journey which is great for people who I guess aren't awake to it I'm saying a lot of this with air quotes and I'm just realizing now that you guys can't see my air quotes so I'm saying awake with air quotes um but yeah so people who aren't really awake to it are mostly not aware of spirituality or they're just they're not interested and sometimes like that's just your life plan for this lifetime which is totally fine but when everyone comes like to earth as a new soul they are psychic like they have psychic abilities so babies are very very intuitive like they have basically all of their psychic abilities intact but they're babies <laughs> we don't understand them we can't talk to them and they can't really express um how they're feeling and like what they're seeing or what they're hearing and everything but because they're such fresh souls they are allowed to keep this ability until they get like adjusted to human life then it wears off unless someone continues to teach them essentially so like say um say someone who is psychic has a child and they're aware of this these psychic abilities they can teach their child how to continue with it so like teach them different practices and obviously at the age of three they're not going to be reading people but it's still good to keep them intact just because once you lose them and like you shut off that um, area of your life, it's hard to open them up again unless something else happens to you where they do open it up like it happened to me. With babies, um, I don't know if you've ever seen like trends and stuff like that on Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is. Um, there's a lot of babies where if you ask them like, oh, like, do you remember seeing me and your dad like walking or like anything? Do you remember your past life? And they have no problem telling you about stuff. There's actually a video that I saw of this, um, this little boy. He, I guess he was at like a museum or like an amusement park with his family and he's going, oh my god, like, mom, like, I used to live there, like, that that was my castle, and this is my sister, and this is my brother, and, like, he could name all these facts, and he was, I don't think he was older than maybe four. 
he knew all these facts and he's like yeah like this is me I was the queen of this country and my family got locked in here we went to war and all this stuff and the family was like what is this kid talking about and then they like went and asked the person who supervises the area and they were like yeah like that's all true how did your son know that we're like we have no idea so it's really impressive to see children talk about stuff like that if you do have a baby who can talk definitely ask them questions like that like do you remember who you were in the last life do you remember coming down to earth stuff like that just because it's really cool to see um what they think about it because their minds haven't been uh like their minds haven't been adjusted some people like to use the word corrupted because mainstream media society and all that type of stuff does like skew your view on what spirituality is so when they're babies they don't comprehend that stuff yet but as they get older they learn about that stuff and it does essentially corrupt their view on it so they forget and they're not as connected to um, the spiritual world animals can also be very intuitive as well i've seen uh, a lot of people talk about dogs cats are very very spiritual like they're one of the most spiritual beings uh animal wise i'd say but in terms of dogs i've heard a lot of people say that their dogs will literally just go in a corner and stare at the wall like for no good reason or they'll sit in a corner and they'll bark they'll bark and a lot of times that barking or that sitting is followed up with their owners being like why are you being weird like what do you why are you doing this but the reason they're doing that is because they can sometimes see spirits or they can see energy so they're aware of that type of stuff and again we can't communicate with animals which is unfortunate. So it's really hard to figure out like what's going on in your home and everything. Other than babies and animals, there's nothing else in the world that can really um, see spirits or like they have access to psychic abilities unless you actually tap into them. You can't just have access to them um, at your free will. You actually have to work for them and also like follow your life plan into them so now I want to talk about the Claire abilities and the Claire abilities are uh, the different types of psychic abilities so there's five like main ones so there's clairvoyance which is like clear seeing uh, clairaudient which is clear healing hearing clairsentient which is clear feeling and Claire Gustins, which is tasting, and Claire Aliens, which is smelling. I don't know too many people that have the tasting and smelling one just because um, it's more of a difficult one, I feel like, to identify. For me personally, I'm clairvoyant, clairaudient, and clairsentient, so I can see, hear, and feel energy, spirits, all that type of stuff. With me, I think... Um, they're all pretty balanced. I'd say my clairvoyance is probably the strongest out of the three. In terms of like me personally, the way that my clairvoyance works is that I I can see physical things like in front of me. So if I'm like out in nature, I can see energy off of like trees, off of anything that's essentially alive. I can see energy off of, but that's that's not just psychic abilities. That's um, also like aura reading. So I can't see 
uh, the colors of auras. Well, not all the time, but I can see just the energy. So the very thin layer that goes around that everybody has. I have a friend, she's not psychic, but she can see auras and she didn't know that she was reading auras like her whole life. She's just like, oh, I thought everyone saw it, which is kind of funny. But so that's how it works. Like for her, she sees just the auras and stuff. Whereas me, I'm stronger with being able to see um, like energies or like outlines of spirits. And I see a lot of orbs. If you don't know what an orb is, an orb is essentially like, it's a bubble. It's a bubble of energy and that's exactly what it looks like. It looks like a bubble that gro- that grows and a light like comes out of it. And it's pretty freaky to see. The first time um, I saw an orb uh, was actually when my grandfather came to me. So I don't know what I was doing. I was just in my room and... I think, I don't know if I was talking to him or I was thinking about him. Something was happening. And then I I felt like someone's presence. And because I was still new to it, I wasn't sure what it was, who it was. Because I, I didn't have a feeling for his energy yet. But this orb <laughs> flew, like, right next to his picture. And it kept growing over his picture. And I was like, okay, like, that's really weird. And then I was like, oh, and then, like, I asked him, like, is, like, no, no, is that you? And then it just, like, disappeared. So, uh, I got confirmations afterwards that it was him. But to see that for your first time and connect it to, like, a person is pretty freaky. Um, I'm used to it now. But that's how it works for me in terms of physical. Um, in terms of spiritual, like, in my mind, when I do readings, I see um symbols or I see scenarios or I can also see like the spirit will like come forward and show me something as if um kind of like I'm watching a movie in my own brain but it's like of them uh acting something out or giving me something or showing me uh not a memory but kind of like a clip a clip of something so that's how it works in terms of inside my head with Claire Audient, uh, when I first started and I didn't know how to properly protect myself, I was hearing a lot of things and I thought I was absolutely insane. And I was also really, really scared because I, I didn't know what was going on. But uh, now when I do readings, I will hear uh, like names or like if they're trying to say words and they can't show it to me or if I'm not understanding, they like to use Claire Audience uh, to clarify for me certain things with clairsentient so clairsentient is i'd say probably more complicated to understand um like when you're physically uh, experiencing it yourself clairsentient is uh feelings so it can be like physical feelings it can be emotional feelings um i'm able to feel both sometimes with clients um, to get, like, uh, reassurance and, like, verification that I'm connected to the right spirit, uh, spirits will show me, or sorry, they won't show me, they'll, um, I'll get the pain where the way that they passed, or I'll get, uh, a pain that the person in front of me has, like, the person that I'm reading, and when I first figured out how to do this, I was guessing, like, the randomest things. I was like, oh, like, do you have glasses? Do you have, like, a headache right now? And, a lot of one of the biggest things that I can feel is people's anxiety. So whenever I go into readings and it's people's first reading, 
they um, they tend to be anxious. But there was this one reading that I did and it was a group of four girls. And out of the four, I was like, okay, like I need to stop reading this one girl because someone else in the room is really, really, really anxious right now. And I literally feel like your heart is going to come out of your body. So like I need you to calm down because it was kind of overwhelming for me as well just to feel all of that energy. And she was like, yeah, like (laughs) it's me. And she even said like, I'm currently dealing with like a lot of stress and stuff. And like she actually, um, she was like struggling with anxiety. So for her to like hear that was like, oh my God, like someone actually knows uh, what I'm feeling right now. So that was nice for her, but sometimes it can be really overwhelming for me. Um, I also feel like headaches, weird back pains, just a bunch of, it could really be anything and I'll feel it physically. Uh, not always, but a good amount of the time. Um, in terms of emotions, uh, I can always feel the sense of like overwhelm or happiness, uh, sadness, anger, whatever it is. When I do readings, if the situation is going to be, uh, not bad, but if the situation kind of takes a negative turn, I can always, I can always feel it and it kind of takes, it kind of takes over me and it like, it shifts my, my mood and my emotions. And I've even had my friends tell me like, Selena, like we can see when you're like really in the zone, like, and you do a reading for us, your mood can go from really happy because you're reading one person and it's like good information. But then the next person, your like whole face changes because like we can tell that you're feeling something like you're feeling a different type of way and it's very apparent so everything is very intense with clairsentient but to actually feel everything like that it's a whole other thing now that i've explained uh what it's actually like to be psychic for me i kind of just want to clarify on a few things that uh like stereotypes i guess that people will say whenever i tell them i'm psychic or just that people think in general. So a big thing that I've heard is like, um, like even with telling like my cousin stuff, they're like, you mean like that's so Raven? I'm like, yeah, but like, no. (laughs) Because yes, like you get psychic visions essentially, but it's not the same way. It's not like I blink and then I get frozen and then I see the vision. Uh, It's more so in like dreams or like when you do the reading, you visually see it the way I explained it. Another thing that honestly kind of bugs me is that people are like, oh, so you're psychic? Great. Tell me my future. And it's like, first of all, I can't just tell you your future on the spot. Um, I need to do some preparations. Uh, We need to be in more of a private space. Like it just, it's not a thing where you just jump into it and you, you can just tell someone anything. And it also depends on like who's on the other side for them as well, because I can't just pull information out of their brain. It's all about what's coming through based off of my intuition and then based off of um, spirits who are coming through their guides, any loved ones that have passed. So that's like a really big challenge, especially when I have people who have never had readings, um, like get a reading. Uh, They're always, I feel like expectations should be high to an extent especially if you're dealing with someone who really knows what they're doing but at the same time it can't be so high that you expect them to know like what what color your socks are today you know what I mean so it's difficult at times but 
you get through it. And another reason why I wanted to make this uh, episode was just to uh, clarify with everyone, like, what it actually means, like, how it actually works. And for everyone, it's completely different. So, I know a lot of people who see, hear, and feel the way that I do, but other people get it in completely different ways. And honestly, it's kind of about how you teach yourself um, how to uh, process your abilities and even what your experiences are. So if one person has more experience reading a group of people or just an individual, their abilities will work differently with them. And it also depends on like how your guides uh, communicate and connect with you. I hope I was able to clarify some things for some people and uh, give a better explanation of how the psychic abilities work. In terms of my following episodes, I have about four already planned. Um, I will be doing a special episode for Jenna uh, because her one year is coming up, so I look forward to doing that. Along with uh, the posting of this episode, I'm going to post probably a poll or just on my Instagram, um, even like an open question type thing to see if there's anything that you guys want to hear about, um, about my experience in general. Um, There's so much that can be covered and I have a lot of things planned just because they're things that I want to talk about, but I definitely want to hear what you guys want to hear about. So if anyone has any feedback or any questions... Um, always feel free to message me or uh, answer in the poll that I will post uh, later on. Thank you for listening to A Look Inside My Soul and see you all next time.